It is New Year's Day, January 1st, 2019, and this is my 2018 recap and business update podcast. Everything you want to know about what happened last year for me, my family, and our business. I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them break them, then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny, we define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop, and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future, and instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. It's so funny, the imposter syndrome that is there for me all of the time. As I just did that intro and I said, everything you want to know about me, my family, and my business, I'm like, who would want to know about your family and business? But uh, I just shared that with you just in case you're one of those people who is trying to publish, trying to put yourself out there, trying to do more, trying to publish more and consume less. If you're struggling with it, if it's hard, if there's a little voice inside your head telling you you shouldn't, I just want you to know you are not alone. I heard it often and frequently in 2018 over and over again. Even in the face of success, I still felt like maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I'm going to be found out. This is the podcast that finally no one's going to listen to. That was a big part of my year this year, breaking through barriers, breaking down uh, vulnerability, putting myself out there in ways that I haven't in the past, and just being real and vulnerable and transparent and telling people what was really going on. So this is my 2018 recap podcast. I think if I had to give a theme to 2018 for me across the board, the theme would be this is the year where I ate my own dog food. <laughs> if you've heard my podcast on this before, uh, I'll give you some context. Years ago, I had a really incredible HR manager working with me. His name was Jim Cochran, a little bit older than me and kind of became a mentor and uh, gave me a lot of advice and insight. And, uh, and he told me one time, you know, this is the type of business. The business we have is one where we have to eat our own dog food. If we're going to show people how to grow businesses, if we're going to show people, if we're going to coach people, if we're going to put content out there, then we have to use it ourselves. And, and it stuck with me. Like that's so real. You know, I think the, the riskiest, most dangerous, most, uh, challenging coach or thought leader or author or speaker out there is the one that doesn't use their own stuff. The one that has content for everybody else, but doesn't use it for themselves. And this year I went deep on our content. I think that that was probably the biggest theme for me is that I used our content in our business. We, I used our personal content in my personal life. I used our, our business content in our business and I applied it at a level that was obsessive because I wanted to make sure that what we're teaching other people really works. That was a big theme for me. And I think another big theme for me was coaching inception. 
<laughs> I've shared this concept before. It's the concept of being a coach or a consultant or someone who helps other people. And you hear yourself telling someone else something. And as you're saying it, you're like, oh God, dude, you need to do this too. And so the other theme this year was coaching inception in working with my clients and working with people around me, working with helping people grow. I continuously found myself telling other people things and thinking to myself, I need to improve this. I need to do better. You know, I feel like this year that was like the underlying outcome was really using our own stuff and going deep and making sure that every time I felt that way that I applied our content even deeper and coaching what we're willing to do in our own lives. Because I think there's a lot of people out there that put together content and programs and coaching that they never even try and it feels like malpractice to me. So here are some highlights for 2018. I made two lists. One, what I'm proud of, and two, what I can improve. So what I'm proud of in 2018, um, I think first and foremost, uh, just a lot more honest and clear communication with Katie. Uh, she took a six-month sabbatical this year away from the business. So that was a, a you know a, a mode of conversation for us, of communication for us, was being in the business and talking every day about the business. And when she was on sabbatical, we had to find another way to do that. And so I think this year having honest and clear communication and connecting more with Katie was something that I'm probably most proud of. I think that's where we made a huge amount of progress. Um, I'm also proud of my connection with my daughters, the the daily walks with Reagan and Kennedy, um, really connecting with them, understanding what's going on for them, spending time with them, uh, allocating time so that we can go do fun things and have adventures and spend time together. My daughters are nine and 12. And I realize more and more each day that they're growing up and that we only have this time with them right now. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm proud of how much time we spent. And I think, uh, I can also improve and do even better in 2019. That was actually on both of my lists. Another thing that I'm really proud of in 2018 is our business hit $2 million in recurring revenue run rate at, right at the end of the year. We we got to $2 million and we billed over $2.5 million in the year. So this business that we started in July of last year, and as I sit here today, it's about 18 months old, hit well over $2 million in the last year, and we have a $2 million recurring run rate, which means we have contracts where at least $2 million is going to come in in the next year, so we know we're going to be ahead of that. And I'm exceptionally proud of of where we are as a team, of the people we've been able to recruit, the team members that we have. I think this is by far the strongest, not the biggest, but the strongest team of true believers I've ever had in my life. The people I get to sign into my huddle with every day are so incredibly amazing and inspiring and motivating that, you know, oftentimes you hear entrepreneurs talk about needing to be held accountable. You know, this year I felt accountable to my team. That is the most magical accountability for an entrepreneur. When you feel accountable to your team, when you show up for your team, when you don't need motivation outside of just knowing that there's a team of people working with you, working on the outcomes you all want together, working on making a massive dent in the universe. That was amazing for me this year. Our team is absolutely extraordinary. Um, another thing that I'm really pr proud of this year is the relationships I was able to build with clients and the results that our clients got. You know, um, in the last 12 months, 
We've gotten results for clients that are otherworldly, that people would say are just impossible, that there's no way you can do this. Uh, you know, we've, we've helped more people reach seven figures this year than I think I ever have before. We've helped more people who were at seven figures get to multiple seven figures, and we helped a handful of companies get to eight figures, the $10 million plus range. It was, it has been amazing. Um, you know, we've watched, uh, some of our clients go, go, you know, not, not really having a team, not really having an organization around them and then starting to build those first few people and then feeling the explosive growth of finally having people supporting you and people protecting you and people helping you make your greatest outcome. And that has been incredibly rewarding to watch. It has been fun to watch. Um, I love our clients. I think one of the other things that I'm really proud of is I built some really close relationships with our clients. I, I, you know, I have the opportunity to work with some of the most talented entrepreneurs on the planet today. There's really no question. Um, some of the fastest growing companies, some of the most impactful organizations, some of the most well-known individuals out there are clients of ours, are people that we get to work with every day. And it has been amazing not just to see their results, but to build relationships with them, to learn from our clients. I think one of the things I'm really proud of is my clients have had a massive impact on me, my marriage, my 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 children, my entire world, because we are working with people at such a high level, you can't help but learn from them as well. And even the clients that have come in who have been in the six figure range, <clears throat> you know, in our billionaire code accelerator program, we accept uh, clients that are at six figures and, and building a team. And it's been incredible to watch some people come in, in the low six figures and crush through a million dollar run rate within a year. It's just so rewarding and um, so exciting to watch. So, and then the last thing I'm proud of in 2018, and this is a big one, and this is one of those coaching inception things. You know, Katie and I made our net worth a major focus this year, improving our net worth and improving our cash position and improving um, what we have in the world. Because I, I always share with entrepreneurs, if there's one metric you're going to track, it should be net worth. Because net worth will make you more responsible in your business. Net worth will make you more responsible in your life. Net worth will eliminate the fights around money in your, in your relationship, in your marriage. And it will help you with perspective as to what you're really doing. Like, are you really making things happen? Or are you making a lot of noise and moving a lot of energy around, but not actually creating results? Income, revenue will show you whether you are making results or not, and it will, it will show you that you are creating a contribution because capital flows to the greatest contribution. And in all candor, the years where I've made really dumb decisions, the years where Katie and I have lost money, the years where I have not made the progress that I wanted to, and you know, honestly, the years that like when I look back, I don't really want to talk about them. <laughs> are the years where we weren't tracking net worth. It was the years where I wasn't looking at the most important metrics. It was the years where I was looking for the metrics that would confirm that I was doing okay, but not looking at the right numbers. And I'm proud of the fact that this year I got real, looked at net worth, focused on it, and drove our business from at the beginning of the year, what was you know around a million dollar run rate, all the way past a $2 million run rate and collecting two and a half million in the year. That's That's a a huge accomplishment for me. And, and this is not the size business I'm used to working with. Um, you know, I think I'm, I'm really proud of the fact that 
we grew a business from zero in last July to two and a half million today, and it's on a curve where it's going to grow to exponentially greater than that because as a business owner, as a CEO, as an executive, I'm best in businesses that are well over 10 million. I'm best in businesses with a full strategic team. I'm best in businesses that are much, much larger. So for me, getting a business off the ground and hitting that escape velocity, getting to a million dollars is not easy. And I'm really proud that we made it happen this year. So in 2019, there's some things that I want to improve. Number one, this was the first thing that I wrote down, time in nature. (laughs) This is partially inspired by my client, Stephanie Karlovitz, who runs Epic Fitness. Um, a gym up in Ottawa, Canada, and she um, advocates for four hours in nature a week. And you know, every morning I go out for a walk with my kids and we walk on the grass through our neighborhood, but that's not really being in nature. And I think when I do get time in nature, when we go skiing or when we go um, on vacation and we get out and, and there's hiking or we're just in open spaces, I feel so much more revitalized and refreshed and and more present. And so 2019, I want more time in nature. I also, um, like I said earlier, I'm proud of the relationship I have with my kids. But in 2019, I think we can make some major improvements. I want um, more connection with my kid, kids. (laughs) I want to spend more time in nature with my kids. I want to have more deliberate travel and discussions and um, see them developing. You know, at nine and 12, it's just been amazing to watch them develop. Uh, Kennedy at nine years old is singing. She goes to singing lessons. She sings in front of crowds. She she blows me away with her level of confidence. And Reagan, same thing. She's 12 years old. She has never met a camera or a stage or a microphone she doesn't like. She will jump up and get in front of an audience anywhere she possibly can and speak and answer questions and share her insights and... Uh, I'm, I want to do a lot more of that in 2019. Um, another thing that I'd like to improve is my workouts and biohacking. Now, this is an area I'm already obsessive. But I'll admit that towards the second half of the year, um, I have I have so many modalities and there's so many different things that I can do. You know, we, we here at the house, Katie and I have built – um, a several hundred thousand dollar biohacking facility. We have a you know infrared sauna. We have a wet sauna. We have um, the a, a huge pool sauna spa outside. We have um, a newbie d- direct current machine. We have the uh, PMF machine. We have juve lighting, red um, bio photobiomodulation lights. We have all different types. I mean, I'm I'm not even one tenth into what we have in this property. And this year, I got a little overwhelmed trying to use it all. And so I want to improve having a schedule with intention where I really am using the right equipment and the right modalities at the right time to achieve the maximum result. I'm 46 years old. And physiological optimization to me is crucially important because I, like you, am an evolutionary hunter and we are physiologically sensitive, momentum-based beings that are highly reactive to any type of constraint. And so I want physiologically to fight off constraint as fast as I, or not as fast as I can, but as long as I can, and I guess also as fast as I can. And I don't want to get stuck um, not feeling well. And so this year for me, biohacking, working out, putting in the time in the gym, putting in the time, doing what I want to do and what I what I feel like is going to make me healthiest and optimized is going to be crucial for me. And 
Here's the key, spending the minimum amount of time to get the maximum result. That's my key now. When I was younger, three hours in the gym, no problem. I actually enjoyed it. These days with kids, with my wife, with all the other exciting things I could be doing, with spending time with clients, with building relationships, I wanna get maximum results in the minimum amount of time and that's going to be a theme for me in 2019. I'm gonna see just how much I can get done, how, how, how dramatic results I can get investing the minimum amount of time possible. We've got the equipment ready to go, we've got our, our house ready to go, and I'm ready to see what I can do in 2019. And then um, the last thing, and this is a big one, in 2019 is publishing. You know, And I don't mean publishing content, because I publish every day. I publish my podcast every day. Um, we publish on social media almost every day, or at least every day, but I publish almost every day. But when I say publishing, I have a commitment to get our new book out. And you know, we have a book called The Entrepreneurial Personality Type. Um, we did, we self-published it. I never really put it out there. We are getting that um, republished and up on Amazon. I just got covers for it today, so I've seen them. They're amazing, they're epic, you're gonna love them. I can't wait for everybody to see them and uh, and see, you know, that that's gonna be an official book on Amazon with an audio book and Kindle version. Um, so I'm really excited that's happening, but I'm even more excited to be working with Julie Eason at Thanet House Publishing to create the book Momentum. And this is a book that I've been wanting to publish for years, and uh, it's in outline form and being worked on now, and I can't wait to get it into the market. And then right behind it, we have a book called Cadence, which is going to be all about how we help entrepreneurs grow their business, how we help them maximize their success, how we help them keep everything straight and create massive momentum so that they can strategically plan, communicate with their team, hire the right people, and work on the right projects 100% of the time. So those two books are coming out next year. And so uh, that's my 2018 recap. I think the final closing thought for me is when it comes to eating your own dog food, you know, I have this phrase that I share with entrepreneurs all the time. There is nothing wrong with you and you are not alone. And occasionally I have to remind myself of that because especially this year running a smaller business with a smaller team and being under 2 million and growing a business, it's been really difficult for me to, um, to be at this level, you know, I, I am much, I'm much more used to having a larger team to having um, bigger exposure to having uh, a lot more people in an organization and having much higher level strategic conversations. And so for me, I'm, I'm proud of the fact that we made this happen this year. I'm proud of the fact that, um, that we were able to grow this business, that we, we put real numbers up, that we had a massive impact on people. And I'm excited to see what 2019 brings. Um, I already have some incredible speed, speaking set up, uh, some amazing events set up. Our, our calendar's already packed, and it's January 1 right now. So I can't wait to share this year with you. I can't wait to share all of our successes, and as you already know, I'll share the challenging parts too. Um, and I appreciate you being a listener of the Momentum Podcast. And rather than asking you to download my book or fill out an application or anything else like that, I'll just ask you a favor. If this podcast means something to you, recommend it to a friend, make a post online, tag me in it, tell people about this podcast, help me get our listenership to the highest it's ever been in 2019. Recommend a friend to the Momentum Podcast. I would really appreciate it. And uh, Happy New Year.
I'm glad that we spent some time together this year, and I'm looking forward to, to 2019 being incredible.